Yes, good evening. Welcome to the ME7 podcast. And uh, yeah, tonight we are reviewing another Gillingham three points. How lovely does that sound? Yes, all how Gillingham is the title as the Jills run away 2 nil winners in rainy, rainy Manchester yesterday afternoon. Goals from Shadra OG and Timothy Dieng gave Stevie Clements' men all three points and firmly put ourselves into those playoff places, heading to Barrow on Tuesday night. Tonight, we are joined by Josh Wilson and Dave Miller to uh, to review a wonderful, wonderful result in uh, in yeah, in rainy, rainy Salford yesterday afternoon. Josh, good evening, mate. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, thank you. Good, good, good. Dave, good evening, mate. How are you? Oh, good. Good evening. Good, good, good. Thanks for coming on. Um, yeah, Josh, we'll, we'll come to you first, buddy. Uh, yeah, give us your, your thoughts and feelings after yesterday's wonderful three points. Uh, I will say that I didn't actually watch the game live uh, yesterday because I was cripplingly hungover. Uh, but I have subsequently watched it back and, and felt that it was pretty comfortable for us. We did what we do. Um, we are one of the best teams at set-piece goals uh, from second and third days. At this level, uh, you know, people complain about a lack of goldsmiths, but the amount of goals we've scored from second phase and set plays is, is very, very good uh, and shows how dangerous we are. Um, Salford's pitch was a disgrace yesterday, and I'm very shocked that the, the game was allowed to, to be played, considering the conditions, but we can't complain because we walked away with three points. Yeah, Dave, give us your thoughts and feelings on, on yesterday's result then. I mean, result aside, I, I I thought we were incredibly comfortable. I was impressed about how comfortable we were. It was, in terms of an away performance, you cannot complain. I mean, Salford looked bang average, but we battled the pitch. We battled the conditions. And Smith, I don't think he had a kick. I think that, I mean, the, I think they had one shot which in the first half, which uh, Aima blocked, but... We knocked the ball around, lovely. The first, first game I've seen in a while where we got the two fullbacks, both of them were involved all the time. And they both looked dangerous going forward. The midfield looked fluid. It, it, it actually looked mobile. I mean, Hawkins, I thought at times, was unplayable. Uh, Nads, you can see he's growing in confidence. Um, and the pair of them are starting to get an understanding. But it, it was it was great. Absolutely fantastic performance. Yeah. Yeah, Josh, we'll go. We'll go right back to the start of the game then. Um, yeah, starting starting eleven come out, um, and and yeah, it was it was an unchanged side. Glenn Morris kept kept his place in goal. Did you did you agree with that? I I certainly did. I I felt after certainly beating Wrexham last week, considering what they did to Atkinson yesterday, it would have been pretty silly for for Clements to change the team. But he didn't. He went with an unchanged side. What would would you have changed it at all, or, or was you pretty happy with it? No, I was pretty happy with us going in with an unchanged side. I think winning breeds confidence. Um, and I'm happy for Glenn to retain his place. Look, I, I really rate Jake as a goalkeeper. Uh, but but Glenn is an incredibly experienced head at this level and heading into the crunch. Just having that calmness at the back and knowing you've got someone that will distribute the ball quickly and efficiently is it, really helpful for us, I think. And I, I, you know, I, I was really pleased to see Glenn retain his place. You know how I feel about him. As as, as I said um, on the look back live in the week, I, I think that he is a phenomenal goalkeeper at this level. Maybe the best goalkeeper at this level. 
Um, and to, to have him as our backup all season was, you know, a little bit criminal, but Jake has been that good. Yeah, Dave. Um, yeah, let, let's let's get into the game then. First first half. Um, yeah, we, we 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 had we had quite a bit of the ball, um, but but we didn't we didn't really do do too much with it. Um, yeah, and 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 obviously the 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 pitch played <laughs> the pitch played condition. But was you was you impressed with with the amount of football that um, Jules did play on 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 that pitch yesterday afternoon? Yeah, I mean, I was. I mean. For me, I've been I've been critical of the the midfield. Um, I think we've, at times we've looked one paced. Um, it, it's there's lack of creativity. But yesterday, I thought Dieng looked like the team Dieng we know we signed we wanted uh, when he signed. Um, Johnny Williams was busy. Um, he, 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 he he was always looking for the ball, and we did try and play football on what was basically. It's like a sand pit. Um, as a result, we got the ball up to Hawkins, and Hawkins. I don't. The first the first twenty minutes or so, the, Hawkins. They were playing off him. They were getting up and around him. Nads Nads was sort of you know running in behind. Two fullbacks were getting forward. It was just very very fluid, and it it, it was something that you know I, I've been. I've been calling out just just get you know get us forward get us get us up the pitch we we seem to play a little bit higher I thought um uh, we didn't create a lot of chances but again Salford created absolutely nothing and as the home team I mean if I was one of their supporters I'd be absolutely tearing my hair out I I, I thought they were they were very very passive very 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 poor but ultimately we contributed to make them like that yeah, Josh. I think Dave makes a makes a really good point. We, I've I've just looked just looked now and and um, yeah, since Carl Roberts has gone into gone in there, he they haven't lost a home game under him. Was it was it down to the fact that Jules decided that they were going to impose themselves on Salford rather than Salford being poor, or or, or or how did you see it? I think we we imposed ourselves well. I think that we played Salford at quite. A- good time because it appears they're quite limited by injury at the moment I mean obviously they still have you know arguably the league's best target man in Smith on the pitch uh, but that they they have had a few injuries so it was a good time to play them but that said you know I agree I think it's really nice to see Timmy being that really dominant physical presence that we know he can be um, and it's really nice to see see him scoring back-to-back games uh, uh, he he got well into double figures when Exeter got promoted, so it's, he clearly has an eye for goal. So it's nice seeing that in him again. Yeah, Dave, let's let's speak about the goal then. Um, yeah, just 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 before half time, uh, yep. corner from Romano Hutton. Um, yeah, was was headed headed sort of up up rather than out, and and Coleman then got the second contact, and and everyone. All the Salford defenders decided to not play to the whistle, and, <laughs> and Shadowji Shadowji did, um, and and nodded it beyond Cairns into the corner. Nice, very very nice to see him get his first goal for the club, and and you can see by his celebration how much that meant to him. Oh, absolutely! I mean, um, first up, you know, word for Coleman, you know, he, he attacked that ball. There was only going to be one winner, and and, and to be fair, OG, he's always in and around those sort of positions. He's had chances. I mean. 
was it um, Walsall the way he, he he missed a he missed a bit of a, a bit of a sitter and might have been Walsall might be Forest Green, um, but he got on the end of it. He didn't have to do a lot. It was quite an easy chance, but he was there. He, he you know he's an imposing presence in that box. If you're Salford, that's a poor goal to give away, but it just undermined the header from Coleman, OG being in there. We we wanted to be first to the ball. We we as we were all day. We were first to everything. All the fifty fifties, you know, we were on the front foot and we deserved the goal. I thought we were the better team first half, and it was we went in at half time one nil up, and it was no more than we deserved. Yeah, Josh. Um, yeah, Salford then made a made a double change at uh, half time, and 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 it didn't seem to to make much difference because Jules then got the foothold back again in the second half. Um, I and 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 we scored. Um, we we scored shortly shortly after. I think it was I think it was ten ten minutes after might have been. Um, yeah, it, for me. <laughs> It looks like a foul by Ashley Anderson um, on the centre half. But what what were your thoughts on the goal, Josh? I think it's exactly what you want the forward to do: press from the front, get into their defender, and you've got to play to the whistle. And we did. And I feel like Salford almost assumed it would be a foul and got caught out of position. I think Ash has been really good recently. He's been linking up really well with Hawkins, and he's been pressing from the front. He's not got a goal. But I assume that that was given to him as an assist yesterday. If not, it should be. Um, I had a look at his, his statistics and ratings on FOTMOB, uh, which is a really good platform for, for, for viewing players. But his his efforts and performances haven't really been reflected on there. But I'm really pleased that Ash is starting to come into a bit of form again, even if it's not coming with goals. I would love to see him score one because I feel like he, he deserves it. Uh, but he's been excellent as a little pressing forward next to, to Hawkins um, so yeah to cut it across and, and again for Timmy to get the goal again just shows that you know we are capable of scoring goals all over the pitch it doesn't we don't have to rely on our forwards for that so yeah, it was a really nice goal to see a score particularly as it came from open play yeah yeah from from open play that's a, that's a very very good point as well um yeah Dave what yeah speak about Ashley Anderson as well because yeah we 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 made it we put up a tweet about Ashley um Late last night about about his contribution. What what's your thoughts on on Ashley's contribution at the moment? Um, I feel I, I I've felt a little bit sorry for him. If I'm honest, he, he came in, got injured, scored a couple of goals, got injured, um, came in the team when we were in a bit of a dip. You can see he's a confidence player, um, and I, I mean. Last week against Wrexham, um, again, he, he was a little bit off it when he was the first 20 minutes or so. But, I mean, I think he, he won a tackle or he chased back and won the ball back. And then after that, he, he looked like a different player. But, I mean, totally agree about the goal. Um, I, I Nine times out of ten, you see that given as a foul. I mean, if that was um, if that was Smith on, on Max, Aimer, we'd be screaming for a free kick. But as, you know, as we're saying... You play at the whistle. Um, he he's, he seems to be getting a, a partnership going with um, with Hawkins. Like you know, he's getting closer to him, and and that was evident for the goal. Um, you know, they they were hunting in packs, they were closing down well. Um, if if Nads can 
get himself into a little bit of a groove, a little bit of confidence up, and and just said, get a goal. I think a goal, and we will see a different player. I really do. Um, and he's the one. He's got the one thing that I think we're lacking in that eleven, which is pace. Um, you, you saw he was trying to run in behind, and I think you look at that that team midfield and Hawks isn't blessed with pace. It's not quick. It's not blistering pace. You look at Hatardo, he got us off the seats. He was quick. He was direct. Nads has got pace. And if if we can exploit that, I think that's the one thing we're lacking in this team. And I think that could be the, the difference between us being top seven and maybe just falling a little bit short. Yeah, Josh, um, let's pick out a, a couple of a couple of individuals then. Um yeah, it was it was it was said in Stevie Clements's uh, press conference yesterday that he he had to um, he had to have a difficult conversation with Jake Turner um, uh, in 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 the week about about keeping Glenn Morris in goal. Um, yeah, what you, you made a good point earlier, and I, if you just want to expand on it, that you you said when when we're going towards the business end of the season, we need all the experience we can get. Obviously, Jake has played every single league game up until last Saturday against Wrexham to this point. Um, yeah, just to expand a little bit about what you think about the about the situation between Glenn and Jake. Uh, as I said on the, the look back live, I think both keepers have their qualities. Uh, I think that, that Jake is almost like having an ancillary centre-back in the box from set pieces because of his physical presence. He's a big, big keeper, and I do think that he's a very gifted shot-stopper. But for me, Glenn just brings an element of calmness his his reflexes are still as sharp as ever, uh, despite his grand old age, <laughs> should we say. Uh, and I also think that, that undeniably his distribution is better. And I think that, that that gets us a little bit more front foot, and particularly coming into the business end of the season where we do have a difficult run in and play lots of teams around us, albeit some of those teams aren't in the best of form. But we need to take advantage of that, put them to the sword, firmly put ourselves in the playoffs, or maybe even push a little bit higher than that. We don't know. We don't know what the form of the teams above us will stay because Stockport and, and even Wrexham, I know they won yesterday, but their form's not been fantastic. Uh, MK lost yesterday. It's like no one really wants it other than Mansfield, it seems. Uh, so having someone that is just calm and brings that pressure down a little bit is fantastic for me. Having Glenn there as a presence in the back end of the season is, is just exactly what you need. What about you, Dave? What, what, what do you feel about about the goalkeeper situation? I mean, I'm I'm old school. Don't change a winning side. Um, ultimately, um, Glenn's had to be patient, but he's a professional. He'll understand that. Um, what's really impressed me is that he's forty years old, and at that age, you're thinking, I want to play football. I haven't got long in my career left, but you never heard any moaning you never heard any um rumors of him wanting to go or leaving or or him being moved on to be a first team player if you're ever anywhere else and that speaks volumes about the man um absolutely top level goalkeeper but as you've both said they're, they're different goalkeepers but they're both both very very good goalkeepers um morris i think is the present I think maybe, and I think Jake is the future. Uh, I, I think maybe next season, Jake will be the number one, the undisputed number one. Um, but uh, as you've both said, distribution, I think 
and that calmness at the back. Um, I mean, a lot has been spoken on social media about lack of leaders. I think Glenn's a leader by his calmness and his his experience and in a in a promotion push, a playoff push. That's that's invaluable. Yeah, bang on the money, mate. Um, yeah, let's let's speak about another individual who made his. Believe it or not, he actually made his his fiftieth appearance appearance for for Jules yesterday. That was um that was Ethan Coleman. Um, I can't I can't actually actually believe that he's made he's made fifty appearances. And and Matt from Matt from Jules in the Blood put put up a tweet um just a moment ago actually where he said uh he's 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 got thirty eight starts. Um, 23 wins, 18 clean sheets, 2,650 touches, 8, 80% pass completion, three assists, 45 interceptions, 119 tackles, 89 clearances, 64% all joins one, nil, zero errors leading to a goal. Um, Mr. Consistent. Um, yeah, Josh, I think I think that's probably the, the best way to put it. He is Mr. Consistent for, for the Gilles, isn't he, Ethan Cole? Yeah, look, he is, and and particularly since changing to the new system that that five three two, I think that it's brought him back to his best. Having having an aggressive uh, centre midfielder next to him in Dieng, and having that that little number ten in front of him allows him to concentrate and do what he does best, which is break up play, and be that that really solid defensive midfielder. He's been fantastic. Some um, some stats I, I want to highlight to everyone is in our last 12 games, since, so since we changed the system, really, uh, and since it was implemented, so, so I'm starting from the Sutton game, the last 12 games, we are third in the form table. We've won six, drawn four, and lost two. We've scored 15 and conceded just nine. The only team that has conceded less than us in that period is Bradford with eight. But Bradford have only played nine games. They've played several less than us. We are now probably one of the form teams in the division. And Ethan has played a huge part in that. The new system has played a huge part in that. We are a better team than we were around Christmas. We have improved immensely. It's really pleasant to see. And, you know, we're not just beating the also-rans. You know, probably one of the concerns is that that we were losing to, to, to people that down the bottom end of the table, but we're also playing teams that are in form, like Salford. Salford are in the top half of form. Um, and, we're, and we've beaten them. So we need to take advantage of other teams slipping in form uh, and, and have a look at that. But we, we have been, been quietly very, very good. We've got the least goals conceded over 12 games in the league. So it shows how good our defensive unit has been, and I'm going to include Ethan in, in that. Yeah, you you also included uh, the the little number ten um, that that I think um, I think does need a massive massive shout out in in terms of our Brilliant. turning our turning our turning results is is um, Dave. We'll come to you and and we'll speak about Mr. Johnny Williams. Um, I think. I think he's been absolutely outstanding in in recent weeks and weeks. Give us give us your thoughts on Johnny. Now, who doesn't love Johnny Williams? Um, even even when he was struggling, everyone wanted Johnny Williams to do well. He, he's just enthusiastic. He's you know he, he, he's bubbly. He's dynamic, and and uh, he's as cl- he's one of these players. You give him the ball, 
and you think something's going to happen here, you know. And he never, even when we were struggling, um, there was the, the games at um, at home where we're struggling to put teams away. The crowd's nervous. The crowd's a little bit negative. He never shied away. He, he always wants the ball. Um, and I mean, the picture you've seen the picture of, of of the second goal where he's screaming into the camera. I mean that that's that's enthusiasm. Look, he's like having a new player. He's had his injury problems. I think we're now seeing a fit Johnny Williams and what a fit Johnny Williams can do for us. And it's like a new signing. He, he, you know, January's come. We didn't strengthen the the middle of the park uh, or, or or out wide really. Um, but Johnny Williams is like a new signing, and you know he could be the one who, who will take us closer. What I will say, and, and Josh made an excellent point there about the playoffs and all the teams involved, and no one really informed. Given how close it is, and how many teams are in the mix, seventy-five points. I think, I think, I think that's a high one. I think, I think playoffs will be less than that. I really do. There's so many teams playing, taking points off each other. I think maybe 72, 73 will be enough to get in the playoffs. I really do. So, basically, um, uh, Jill's, uh, Jill's SFT, um, Dave has, has, has tweeted us basically saying, and, and, and what, what um, he's he sent um, basically a points required for a top three or top seven finish, um, basically averaging points per game. Um, Seventy-two points currently required based on PPG is is the average to get you get you in the playoffs. Um, we would need seventeen points um, from eleven games if if the trend is to remain, basically. And I mean, look at the running. Um, I mean, I I'm a miserable old git, and I've watched Jules far too long to know that this is all going to be smooth sailing, and we're going to get the seventeen points. You know, and I'm going to I'm Mister Pessimistic, but you look at our you look at our running, it's not terrible. I know we've got Mansfield, but the majority of games are against teams below us. Uh, and I know it's tight, but, you know, 17 points, your home, our home form should take us close to that. Um, it's attainable. It really is. Um, I'm talking myself around now. Um you know, bloody hell, I'm sounding positive. This uh, is far too positive. <laughs> this is far. This is far too positive for the Every Seven podcast, let alone you. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, give me a slap around the head on Saturday. Um, <laughs> I, you know, listen, it, it, it is going to be tight. It will probably go down the last couple of games, but um, you know, I sat watching it with two of my mates yesterday, and you know, we 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 are miserable old gits, and we're you know, oh pessimists. We're like, God, you know, 72, 75. It's attainable. It really is. You look at, I mean, let's take Barrow. We've got Barrow, right, on Tuesday. Now, Barrow have not played a game since the 17th of February, I think. Now, I know it could go two ways. It could be fresh, but they could be rusty. They, yeah, they've had no competitive football for the best part of three weeks. And it's a long trip. It's a tough game, but... You know, it could go, it could it could fall for us. It really could. There we go, jo- Josh. Can you be that? Can you be that positive as well? Are you are you feeling that way? I feel that if, if our form continues the way it has over the last twelve games, I feel I feel like we have the capacity to be to be in the playoffs. Um, now there are, uh, there is a game that really worries me is the Crew game, 
and the Mansfield game because they are both well up there in form as well. But if you look at the form teams in the division, we've played them really. So it's Newport are up there, uh, MK are up there, and Walsall are actually the form team in the division, if, if anyone can believe that. They've been an incredible run recently, although they have played that their, their opponent's point, the game's been very, very low. Um, so that may change. We have to just be ruthless and clinical and play how we've been playing, particularly over the last few games where we've pressured people quite pressured people high up the pitch using Nadison and we've been very effective using set pieces. You don't have to play beautiful football to get promoted out of this division. You don't have to score loads of goals to get promoted out of this division. As Steve Evans showed with his Stevenage side last year, you don't have to be Barcelona B. Um, just have to be efficient and effective and if we can continue that you know yes I, I think that we have it is in our hands I would always always rather have points on the board than games in hand um and I think it's really yeah, yeah yeah you've got to have those points because because games in hand are only theoretical points now one of uh, Barrow's games in hand is against us so for me avoiding defeat there is almost as important as winning and then take them back to Priestfield and beat them comfortably. Everything, our destiny, our destiny is in our hands now. And particularly if we have some fit players coming back towards the business end of the season, you know, there's potential for Dom, Jorge, and maybe even Josh Andrews to be back in time for the playoffs. Now they've all had pretty significant injuries, but having those three involved in the squads in the playoffs would certainly give us a boost. I feel. Um, so yeah, let's be positive. We've come off the back of two very, very good wins, and we're in a period where where we're winning fifty percent of our games. So our PPG is is uh, just about just a bit over one point five because of the draws. So let let's focus on that. Let's focus on the positive squads rather than being negative, because I know that that football fans can be incredibly reactionary whenever we lose. Um, yeah, you know that it was all doom and gloom after the Newport game when reality was that they were coming off an incredible run of form and were very, very confident going into that game. Now their form is dropping off a little bit and it doesn't look like they will be pushing for the playoffs. But we, we sort of played them at the wrong time and that happens. And what I want is for teams to be playing us at the wrong time. I feel yeah. that... I, I, think it's that. I think it's important though that um, certainly I'm, I'm loving the fact that we've, we've spent the best part of, of 40 minutes tonight being ever so positive about distributing the side which is 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 absolutely fantastic and 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 they deserve the plaudits in the in the past couple of weeks i think i think steve steve clements steve clements and the team have have been brilliant um over the past couple of weeks and and they deserve all the plaudits that are coming their way um so let's let's hope it continues um yeah before we before we move on to to the to the round off round off bit of bit of show um yeah, massive thank you always to our to our sponsors, Balville, uh, Grit Consultancy, uh, Gaslek, and Level Up Leads. Um, yeah, Balville are, are obviously going to be doing the ticket giveaways and uh, and other giveaways at the end of the season. Grit are giving away a signed ball, so um, if you haven't seen our giveaway with Grit, um, signed ball by the 20, uh, 23-24 season, which is the current squad, um, go over and follow Grit Consultancy's Instagram and our Instagram to win that giveaway. Uh, the giveaway for that is going to be done um, very, very soon. Um, yeah, Gaslick, Kent, as always, massive thank you uh, for their support and develop leads run by Dan Francis. Um, so if you need any websites for your business, um, <clears throat> give, da- give Dan 
give Dan Francis a, and Level Up Leeds a message. So that's great. Um, yeah, your free word reviews, um, they've been ever so popular since we started introducing them into the Everything Simple podcast um, so far in the past couple of weeks. So, yeah, um, let's read some of these out then. Richard Shaw said, getting progressively better. Um, Lee Clifton said, exceptional away performance. Uh, Norsic Jill said, strong team performance. Mike Cunningham, form and momentum. Tony Woodrow, on the march. Lee Clifton Clark was brilliant. Playoffs within reach, said Fitzy98. Stuller said, how Shadrat Oji. Uh, Craig Ridley said, how Jill's win. Um, simple football works, says James Pout. Chris Jones said, gutsy away performance. James has scored more, scored more goals. Liam said, same again Tuesday? Question mark. Kingdon said, Jill's win away. Linwell R said, super weekend's work. Uh, Julian said, great away win. Julian also said, Nallison was excellent. And uh, Bonjela Lawson said, up the fucking Jill's. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess let's let's round it off with a comment on Stevie Clements and then a comment on Tuesday night um, uh, heading into Barrow. Josh, um, yeah, we've seen... Um, uh, we've seen three, three very, very good results in, in the last week and a half. A point against Stockport, uh, a win against Wrexham and a tuna win yesterday. Uh, give us your thoughts on on just how uh, Steve Clements and his coaching staff are doing at the moment. I think they're, they're doing really well. They, they've instilled some belief back in the squad. And I, I do feel that there was a period where, where we lacked a bit of belief. We looked really nervous, particularly at home. Uh, but I feel that we, we've ridden that wave and everyone seems to be in tune again Priestfield is is bouncing some of the atmospheres we've had recently at Priestfield have been very good uh, particularly the Wrexham game I know it helps when there's eight and a half thousand in there rather than five thousand but I digress I think that they've, they're getting everyone on side and it's nice to see um, hopefully we can turn some of those home draws into wins again um, and let, let's you know keep the momentum up as I say, I don't think a draw on Tuesday is an awful result because we're avoiding defeat to a team that's got game in hand on us and it keeps us uh, above them. So so let's let's not have a freak out if it's a Dow and nil-nil draw in the way, rainy uh, northwest. Uh, that's if the game even goes ahead because the state of Barrow's pitch is also um, exceptionally poor. So, yeah, keep the faith. What about you, Dave? I think it's been incredibly hard for Clements. Uh, he's, he's come in, he's, he's, he's replaced uh, a manager who was incredibly popular with at least half the fan base. Um, I can see what he was trying to do. I can see, you know, he was trying to trying to play more less direct football. Um, he was he, he came in. He said immediately, right? I, I modelled myself on four three three Liverpool way of playing. Let's face it. We haven't got the players to play like Liverpool. But what he's done, he's found a style. He's brought in players that can be effective. Can, with, with, <laughs> Do you remember the, there was a question at the, the Q&A? You know, someone asked him, what does a Gillingham player look like? This is what a Gillingham team looks like. Hard to beat, gritty, hardworking, determined. He, he seems to have tapped into that. And I think the, the Q&A, the, the fans forum, came at the right time. A lot of people were like, oh, he's seen, you know, his interview's seen this, his interview's seen that, which is ridiculous. If you, you know, you don't know the guy, everyone's different. But he came across and, and, and stopped out as well, came across incredibly well. And I think a lot of fans got a, li- got a little bit of a personal insight into what he's like as a person, a little bit of a personal insight into what he's like as a coach up close. 
and 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 that's bought a lot. Of, that's turned it around a bit. And and since then, the attitude I think towards him has changed. Um, I think he's an incredibly good coach. You can't knock his um, his standing in the game and what he's achieved. Um, the transition from from an assistant Steve Bruce to to head coach that you know the proofs in the pudding. But he's doing really well, and he's getting. I think he's getting the best out of this group of players. I really do. Um, and long may it continue. Um, as for Tuesday night, I think Josh has hit the nail on the head there. Um, you know, if we come away from Barrow even with a point, you know, it would have been a, a good two weeks. Um, and Barrow are in and around it. I mean, imagine if we got a win. I think, you know, fans would go crazy. I really do. But, you know, let's keep our feet on the ground. It's a tough place to go. It's a long way to go. Uh, and a point, I think, would be an incredibly good result for us. I really do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good way to round it off. Uh, Josh, Dave, thank you ever so much for joining me this evening. It's been a really good one. It's been a really, really nice positive one and uh, and a positive one that um, is deserving of of what we're seeing on, on of what we've been seeing on the pitch in the last week and a half. Um, yeah, guys, thank you all for listening. Um, let's hope. Yeah, let's hope we get a positive result on, on Tuesday night. And uh, yeah, you've been listening to the ME7 podcast. Thanks all for listening. Good night. Up the Jill.